0: Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus film podcast where I also talk about music. And I thought tonight, let's talk about music. Concerts are coming back. I have an article, if I can find it. This is for California. I'm not sure about the rest of the country. So let's see. Okay, Oh well, no. I, uh, concerts in California. Because virtual concerts, they're fun, but come on. Ah, here we go. California to allow indoor concerts theater performances to resume April 15th. Let's see how that goes. People who want to attend these indoor gatherings will need to be tested for COVID-19 or show proof of full vaccination. You knew that was coming. Will Tool. Resume their tour. I don't know. Maynard hasn't said anything. her maybe. You know, I want to go see a really nice, good rock show. And today, well, yesterday and today, I was listening to a lot of Deep Purple. And those songs, I mean, (laughs) Deep Purple were hard-hitting. They influenced... Lars Ulrich of Metallica. They, I mean, they influenced Led Zeppelin. I was listening to Black Knight, The Stormbringer, Demon's Eye, Hush, Smoke on the Water, Highway Star. That's such a good song. Perfect Strangers, recommended by a very interesting individual. From the LNC. Aisha, yeah. Thank you. I love your artwork. That's a shout out. She mentioned that song to me. I thought, okay, I'm going to give it a listen. Because I didn't listen to a lot of Deep Purple off and on for a couple of years. Live shows returning. Bob Dylan's going to be 80 next month. Hmm. Bob Dylan. I would love to go to a Bob Dylan concert. I've never seen him in concert. Come on couple of nights ago i did kind of like a mock interview style of bob dylan you know when he did the interview with ed bradley what may ed bradley rest in peace such a great interviewer for 60 minutes he really got to the root of everything even interviewed lena horn And he asked Bob Dylan, why do you still do it? Why do you still go out on tour? And he says, well, it's a, it's a deal I made long ago, and I've just got to keep my end of the bargain. And who did you make the deal with? Do we know? Well, the chief commander. Yeah. Bob Dylan is such a charismatic person. And I think now as he gets older, we get to see a little bit more of him because you know he is a jokester he is a prankster and you know he's playing those interviewers even when it's seriousness I'm thinking oh god what's he gonna pull out of this bag today (laughs) and that's why I love these musicians that's why I can put my headphones on like I do now and listen to music or go for a drive you know Saturday morning I just was flying down the road listening to purple listening to tool listening to the de- listening to deftones and just having a grand old time and that's that's the true essence and that's the true power of music and that's why you know we do what we do we listen to those bands and then we and then we save up our money and then we go see them in concert and that's what i'm i can't wait go back to that i mean it's it is a pretty penny to go see your favorite bands and concert because then you got to save up then you got to get in the car get that gas money go see them the parking oh yeah the last concert i saw about a year ago was tool live in fresno it was bad ass I still have the shirt. I even bought the shirt from the defunct tour because they were going to do a spring and summer tour. And I bought those shirts because they were on sale back in December. So, yeah. Let's bring on the concerts. Let's bring them back. You know how essential going to a concert is I mean when all of this was going down I thought "Oh, okay we're going to go back to things you know in June no no and then concerts were cancelled and you either went to a concert where they tailgated and you were in the truck watching the show on the stage so yeah Who's who knows what's going to happen who knows what's going to happen I really miss getting in the car with my friends and going I remember we saw Death Leopard in 2019, Iron Maiden. I was planning to see Rage Against the Machine in 2020 and Share. Oh yeah. Share <laughs> unfortunately didn't happen and I remember they had pushed the show back to October I knew it wasn't going to happen though things were not going to be as normal as people thought and it's, it's a different time it's a different time yeah So let's let's get ready for live concerts for Burning Man. I I mean, I've never been to Burning Man. Oh, but and I'm talking about Burning Man, not Bernie the man. Although I like Bernie the man. I'm talking about Burning Man. Will it happen? That remains to be seen. It remains to be seen. There are no confirmations. And I want to give a shout out to I I used to listen to DMX and what a what a performer Rough Riders and I want to give a shout out to my friend wherever he is in the afterlife Mr. Zambrano Oh, we went to high school together. In fact I remember selling him dmx cd it was the first dmx cd because i just was not fond of it now the second one i really liked because it was dirty and he's draped in blood on the album cover or caro syrup wasn't really blood it was the 90s so dmx i wish what i hope you have a a road to recovery i'm not sure all the news media it's all conflicting what's the truth who knows for me though that one album was it where he's singing y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here oh yeah oh yeah that was that was a fun time he made some fun records he didn't he didn't beat around the bush but then you know i i I kind of moved on from it you know like all things you move on from certain artists and but yeah he he was always very authentic and since then for me you know hip-hop kind of took a different turn and the stories were different the attitudes were different and and that's the thing you know uh so let's let's see what happens. Let's see who's going to go back on tour. Who's going to give us a run for our money when they come back? When things are, I wouldn't say back to normal, you know. I remember two years ago, my friend, she lost her friend, and his last thing he did was he went to a KISS concert, so he died happy. I remember we, we talked about that, and um, I want to give a shout-out to him. I never met him, but she said we would have gotten along. His name was Aaron. He loved KISS. He had KISS action figures. I, I, I wonder if he had the KISS Funko Pops. Those are, those are a pretty penny. Oh, my goodness. Music in itself You know When you put those records on They just make you feel good And I think there's something to be said You know all day yesterday and today I just listened to Deep Purple Just let those records glide Especially when I was on the road It kind of was It was a freeing feeling to listen to those And that's what I want With concerts Is that freeing feeling To return To come back when we're able to reconvene, shall we say, you know, what, what's going to be the first concert that I attend when Think you know, I mean, yeah, they got to check my card. Oh yeah. They're also talking about don't laminate those cards. So then I got to carry it around or I got to make a copy of it <laughs> and bring my immunization records to the concert that I am attending whether it be uh I don't know uh who do I want to see in concert Well, of course I want to see Tool because you know Rage Against the Machine Billie Eilish Billie Eilish has a new album coming out who else Buddy Guy because I need to see some blues and he's authentic a blues man who else? Maybe some Eminem, some Ice Cube. Different, you know. There's different people that I want to see in concert. Patty Smith, of course. I love Patty Smith. Motorhead, I can't because Lemmy, may he rest in peace. Tina Turner is in the news for the documentary. Tina is not touring anymore. She's in her 80s. She you know she get, she walked away from it and i and i am so in awe of her and her talent and i know people who saw her in concert and it is it is, elect, it is an electrifying moment to see Tina Turner from what i've been told uh, seeing her on video just doesn't do it justice that's what i'm telling you maybe see metallica again you know i got to see metallica in 2008 the day after my birthday i had bought the tickets months in advance because that's what you do with metallica because those tickets go quick i remember uh there was a hater of this show and she wanted tickets to the metallica show that i was going to and and i was scared that another hater of this show was gonna say why don't you just sell her your tickets you don't need them yeah, because every I guess everything centers around that person. But not in my world. Yeah. And and I'm and I'm calling it like it is. Sometimes you gotta spill the tea. And uh whether whether they're listening or not, I love that I have haters. I'd love that I have people that make fun of this show and whatever. I'm doing this show and you're not. So I'm thriving and you're just sitting drinking your your whatever you're drinking. laughing and think oh my god he's talking about us not really because I'm not mentioning you by name because really you're not important or as oh god I loved her uh for who's a bulk in, in the craft where she says jealous you don't even exist to me you don't even exist you are nothing you are a shit, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I think of the haters. they can listen, it's cute, they can listen, but it's it's not really gonna change you know i I remember when I first was doing the show and Some of the haters tried to get me to end the show because they didn't like it. And they would judge it. They would judge a lot of things about me. But I continued and I persevered. And I am so happy that I persevered. And yeah, this is a passion project. And yes, I am working to make it much more... ...than a passion project. I want it to be... Something different. Something worthwhile. And it is. And I don't currently make money from this show. I I do it for the art and I've always done it for the art. And then I when I did make a little money, it was great. It was it was great. You know, you put it away for a rainy day. Or you invest more in the show. And so that's what I worked on. We've talked about a lot of movies. I'm going to do another episode. We're going to talk about movies, but I thought tonight we'd talk about just music and the feeling of concerts coming back and just getting in your car and going and seeing a show and seeing a band and seeing an artist and smelling those smells, you know, people smoking pot and eating popcorn and hot dogs and watching a live act. Play at the best of their abilities It is truly an awesome experience And I would really love to, I'm looking at my poster I have a Patty Smith poster that I got The first time I saw her August 14th, 2007 In San Francisco At the legendary Fillmore I saw her again in 2008 At the Warfield And seeing someone of the caliber of Patti Smith, oh my goodness what a what an artist i i I love that documentary where she someone says to her, "How does it feel to be a rock and roll icon?" and she says every time they say that to me i felt I feel like Mount Rushmore, yeah, because she's still she's still doing it, she's still touring writing books, I love her books. Who would have thought that Patty Smith this poet this this artist amazing singer very provocative very emotional raw free form would write these books about her life and and are along the lines of her songs very raw and very honest but also very very That's the word that I'm looking for here her books are very vulnerable there she her vulnerability is on on each page and then to listen to her you know on audiobook form talk about these experience about Robert Maplethorpe, about her friends who have passed her family her late husband Fred Sonic Smith her children, her band. The beginning of her and Lenny K playing together, JD Doherty, Ivan Kral, Richard's, the late Richard Soul, and then to be produced by the Velvet Underground's uh, t- uh, John Kale. Yeah. At first I was going to look it up and I thought, no, no, I know, I know who produced horses. It was John Kale out of the Velvet Underground. So I'd love to see Patti Smith because I'm visualizing it. You know, Patti Smith, when she performs, she performs unlike nobody, nobody else performs like Patti Smith. First of all, her hands are on display. It's, As as if she's swimming She's swimming through this sea of music Giving us everything full front on display I remember when I saw her the first time And I went with a friend of mine And she had this big clarinet in her mouth And she is just playing that thing and And I looked at my friend and very jokingly said Can Madonna do that? And she looked at me and started hysterically laughing. But she had to be quiet because Patty was performing and people were just like, oh, you know. And then I remember she went into Pissing in the River. I've talked about this before. She went into Pissing in the River, such an evocative song. And this couple in back of us said something. And I said, well, you know, this song is from Radio Ethiopia. And they just kind of looked at me. My friend pulled me aside and she says to them, I'm sorry, he's a big Patti Smith fan. And I was like, yeah. And she says, you're showing your Patti Smith nerdism. And I said, well, you know, I can't. They're they're asking why would she write a song called Pissing in the River? Doesn't she know that's nasty? And I said, that's not, it. it it's, oh my God. I, I just kind of st- stood there and thought don't it's not about it's it's about you know being provocative and writing these songs but you know i was in my 20s then and it was it was a different time and now it doesn't really matter now you know you go to a show and you're you're like okay just shut up and watch the show (laughs) just enjoy this this concert just enjoy her as a performer There is a song of hers that I don't think she'll ever perform again because the atmosphere has totally changed. It is a provocative song. It is a controversial song. I think a lot of you know what song I'm talking about. Rock and roll. Bleep. That's how I will describe it. Her mother used to vacuum to that song and the lyrics. Today, I don't think she could do it. I, I think... In a way, she's chosen to take it off the, the set list. Because within those lyrics, she says, you know, Jesus Christ was a bleep. Jesus Christ and Grandma to Jackson Pollock. Because she's talking about being outside of society. She could do it if she changed it and said, outside of society is where I want to be. Who knows? It is a controversial song. But I think now with the landscape. And the way things are changing for the better, I don't I and I and I think she knows that. She is an artist of her time and she is aware fully of the changing of the guard. In fact, that was a really great Bob Dylan cover that she did. She did a covers album in two thousand and seven when I saw her and she did, you know, some Jimi Hendrix and she did Tears for Fears. When Patti Smith puts her stamp on something. It's amazing, and here we are. It is Easter, and I would be remiss if I didn't end tonight with those iconic words of Patty Smith, where she's like, "Jesus died for somebody's sins, but not mine. More than for a pot of thieves, while cold in my sleeve, thick." Out stone my sins my own they belong to me yeah. unpleasant dreams <laughs>